It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Every day. Every day. All right, guys, we welcome you aboard. It is episode number 176 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you aboard with us. I am your host, Chris Russell. You can follow me on Twitter a couple of different ways. You can follow this podcast and Redskins exclusive information at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins for Redskins exclusive information as well you can follow me individually at russellmania621 but we need to warn you that is not just about the washington redskins that is a lot of interesting let's call it that information and interaction that is my personal twitter account Uh, that is all sports that's a lot of washington capitals coverage Uh, that is a lot of radio that is bryce harper beat and Washington Nationals coverage, uh, that is general sports opinions, uh, and, um, you know, of course, a lot of Redskins opinions and coverage as well, Uh, but that is not just about the Washington Redskins. So if that's just what you're looking for, I would highly and strongly suggest at Locked Redskins would be your primary thing. And, of course, at Locked on NFL Net, at Locked on NFL Net, for all of your Locked On NFL podcast hosts and NFL team coverage nationally. So away we go with our Locked On podcast coverage and our Locked On Redskins podcast episode number 176. So since we last got together, a couple of interesting stories. Let's label it as that. We'll start with this. Doug Williams over the weekend uh, spoke at an event over the weekend. Um, and Doug Williams, as you know, is the senior vice president of player personnel for the Washington Redskins. And he talked to NFL Network's Steve Weich at the Black College Football Hall of Fame induction ceremony. And this was um, written up on NFL.com. And he was asked about starting quarterback Alex Smith or in title, starting quarterback Alex Smith. And Doug uh, didn't say anything egregious or anything like that, but certainly they are playing some poker uh, about Alex Smith. But maybe this is the reality, and maybe this is truth. Uh, nobody seems to think it is. He said, quote, I mean, I know a lot of people are counting him out, but you're talking about a guy that's been working all his life, and you never know what's going to happen. He was asked what route Washington would travel to solve its quarterback quandary. And more than anything else, according to the story, Williams stressed patience as it's just still February. He said, you know, quote, we've still got time. We really haven't gotten to free agency yet. I think once we sit down and meet with all the coaches and all the staff, which is supposed to start next week, meaning this week, we will start 
getting into the free agents and looking at the board as to who's out there and who might be possibly and who might possibly be out there. So it's interesting. The Redskins, if we're to believe Doug Williams, and it's February the 18th as I record this, and he certainly talked about this on, what, February the 16th, apparently haven't discussed any free agents, apparently haven't discussed any draft targets for quarterbacks. Last year, they discussed a quarterback option and targeted and made a trade for Alex Smith They targeted Alex Smith apparently very early and settled on Alex Smith apparently in mid to late January and then pulled the trigger on Alex Smith the Tuesday of Super Bowl week, which was what, late January? Very interesting that they haven't even had these discussions yet, according to Doug Williams uh, in his conversation with Steve Weish uh, at the Black College Football Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Yet... We fast forward, and while nothing Doug Williams said there should surprise you because Bruce Allen has told anyone and everyone that'll listen that they're not prepared to rule out Alex Smith for 2019, that you know they're not going to close the lid on that, that they're not going to um, automatically say that Alex Smith is not going to be available for them, yet another report emerged over the weekend, this one on Sunday morning, that told us that the Redskins were poking around on Joe Flacco of the Baltimore Ravens, who now, reportedly, is going to be the quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Of course, you remember we touched on this last week that Joe Flacco was traded unofficially at this point to John Elway and the Denver Broncos, right? And we say unofficially because no trades can become official until the first day of the league year, which isn't until mid-March, as again, we found out last year with the Alex Smith deal. Remember, again, the Redskins struck the deal with the Kansas City Chiefs the Tuesday of Super Bowl week. The deal could not become official, nor could the contract extension for basically about six weeks. Even though we all knew the deal was going down, the deal could not become official. It could not be um, commented on or anything like that for about six weeks. So the same basic principle for Joe Flacco heading from Baltimore to Denver. But according to a couple of different reports from Denver and then also Ben Standig of NBC Sports Washington and as well, and I didn't know this, I didn't hear this, John Keim of ESPN pointed out that Adam Schefter of ESPN who uh, I recently played you a little clip because he was a guest of mine on my radio show on 106.7 The Fam on this podcast. Adam Schefter had mentioned as well that the Redskins were kind of poking around on Joe Flacco. So apparently Doug Williams says they haven't even had really any discussions about free agent quarterbacks. They haven't even gotten into free agency yet is what Doug told Steve Weish of NFL Network. Yet they apparently were interested enough in Joe Flacco to have at least a conversation or at least some intrigue or at least some interest in Joe Flacco. Enough that John Elway pulled the trigger and made a deal because he felt some sort of heat, some sort of pressure about the Redskins breathing down the neck 
of the Baltimore Ravens trying to get Joe Flacco. Now, you might say, well, geez, that doesn't make much sense. And you're right. It didn't. Because as we know, the Redskins right now have a $20.4 million cap number against the cap as we know it right now for Alex Smith. Whether he plays, doesn't play, retires, minimal. It could be more. It could be a lot more. Uh, and we just don't know anything more than that, but it's going to be a minimum of 20.4. Now, we also know this right now, unless he's not on the roster, Colt McCoy is scheduled. It's not guaranteed to make a $3 million base salary. Uh, actually, $2 million of it is guaranteed. I sh- should point that out. I didn't realize that. Uh, and he's guaranteed to make, uh, and he's scheduled to make a 3.375 cap figure. Uh, because of a $500,000 work bonus, uh, workout bonus. So he's scheduled to make a cap um, figure of 3.375. So basically when you total it all up, between Alex Smith and Colt McCoy, they are due to make over $25 million in terms of the cap number for the two quarterbacks combined. And very difficult to say goodbye to either one, right? So why would the Redskins be talking to Joe Flacco or talking to the Ravens enough to scare John Elway uh, about Joe Flacco? Well, I I looked at the cap numbers for Joe Flacco, and it's kind of interesting, right? Because, again, we know the Redskins are hard-pressed against the cap because of what we just mentioned uh, and the impending doom about the Alex Smith deal. And unless there's some sort of situation we don't know about that, they're going to get some sort of reprieve when it comes to Alex Smith's contract. And maybe there is that again, has never happened in the NFL that we know of in the salary cap era, Joe Flacco, right? He's got a cap number of $26.5 million this year for the Ravens and a base salary of 20 of 18.5. However, Because of the trade to the Denver Broncos, once that becomes official, the Baltimore Ravens incur a bunch of that dead money cap hit. And the acquiring team, in this case the Denver Broncos, should only incur a $18.5 million salary. And that's assuming that the Ravens don't even take on a bigger part of that salary. In other words, they don't take on the $8 million proration that was originally part of his contract extension and contract renegotiation that would make up part of that $26.5 million cap number that he was originally expected to count against the Ravens cap. So the Ravens are dumping the 18.5 and they will take on $8 million in dead money this year, $8 million in dead money for next year, and it should be a total of $16 million uh, in dead money this year against their cap to get rid of Joe Flacco, but they'll also save a lot of money in 2020 and 2021, and they'll be done with Joe Flacco, and they'll save roughly about $10 million under their cap this year, plus the 
Denver Broncos then will only incur about an $18.5 million cap hit to their cap. But the Redskins, there's no way they could have taken on $18.5 million, right? Even if it's, again, just $18.5 million. Not with Alex Smith counting 20.4 and Colt McCoy counting uh, 3.375 with $2 million of that fully guaranteed. There's just no way. And again, the 20.4 on Alex Smith, that's minimum. It could be a lot more if he chooses to retire. So nobody knows quite how the Redskins were poking around on Joe Flacco or even thought, hmm, yeah, this might be something we could even possibly contemplate unless they were just simply doing it as a courtesy or trying to just drive up the price. Nobody knows, and nobody seems to be able to figure it out because there's no way, there's no way with only $17.7 million in cap space right now, as we currently know it, according to OverTheCap.com, how the Redskins would have been able to do this. Anyway, wanted to bring those two stories to you uh, light here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. It is episode number 176. Good to have you aboard with us. I am Chris Russell. More to come right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. We will get to a big injury to a top wide receiver prospect that we found out about on Monday. Uh, and as well, Joe Gibbs. Oh, yeah. The Super Bowl winning head coach with a big win in his other life. But we celebrate it anyway because of what he meant. To the Redskins' legacy, and as well, should the Redskins target a veteran quarterback? We were just talking about Joe Flacco, so we'll get into that on the other side, plus a skin spotlight as we come on back right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you aboard with us. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, guys, good to have you aboard with us. It is episode number 176 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. I am your host, Chris Russell. So we welcome you back with this. We'll continue along the theme. We were talking about Joe Flacco and the Redskins' weird uh, interest in him, reportedly, according to multiple reports, uh, before the Denver Broncos ultimately pulled the trigger uh, on him. Uh, And again, the deal cannot become official until the opening of the league year. But again, multiple, multiple reports said the Redskins uh, were indeed interested. And that's why John Elway uh, moved ahead and made the deal. Um, And and again, we just can't figure out why the Redskins would have even been poking around in that particular scenario. Uh, Not that they don't, again, need a quarterback. They just simply don't have any salary cap room under any scenario that anybody can possibly figure out. Coming up uh, in the show, we will have a skin spotlight. We'll put Stacy McGee, veteran defensive lineman who has been a disappointment, certainly uh, under the skins spotlight as well. We will update you on a potential skins target in the draft, non-quarterback division uh, that has a major injury 
that we found out about on Monday. Uh, that's coming up in just a couple of moments. But I wanted to address this while we were talking again about Joe Flacco and veteran quarterbacks. You know, this notion that the Redskins should only attract or should only target a young quarterback in the draft as a means to improving the quarterback position, right? You have, again, Colt McCoy. You have the Alex Smith situation, regardless of what they keep saying about that. Again, right now, nobody expects Alex Smith to play in 2019, but right now he's on the roster. You have Colt McCoy, again, we mentioned his contract situation. Josh Johnson is a free agent. People expect him to be back. Nobody knows exactly what to make of Mark Sanchez. He could be kept around, brought back, whatever. Most people expect the Redskins to sign or to draft a quarterback high in the draft. But could it be possible that the Redskins try and sign a veteran free agent? Could it be possible? I would rule out a high-priced veteran free agent for all the reasons that we just talked about, right? I mean, that would probably eliminate you from the Nick Foles division, right? I would think. Um, I would also think that Teddy Bridgewater is going to be too expensive. However, could a guy like, I don't know, Ryan Griffin from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 29 years old, who's been a preseason warrior, but has yet to play in an NFL game. He's yet to play a single down in the NFL. But some people are eye on him. Could you bring him in and see if you've got anything in him? What could he cost? He's a free agent. What could he cost? See if you could create something out of him. Uh, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is 36 years old. Uh, he, first of all, he's probably going to cost minimum five, six, seven million dollars. Um, and we all know what Ryan Fitzpatrick is. He's smart. Uh, he's uh, he's he's going to th- throw the ball all over the yard, and he's going to make a ton of mistakes. And you're going to pull your hair out, or you're going to love him depending on the throw, depending on the game, depending on the series, depending on the quarter. Do you really want Ryan Fitzpatrick? I I don't see that working. Tyrod Taylor, eh. You know, Josh McCown is 40. Please, no thank you. We're going to get to Colin Kaepernick later on this week. We'll just save that. Trevor Simeon, eh. Josh Johnson, we just mentioned. Geno Smith. Maybe. Brock Osweiler. I mean, I I guess. We all know about Robert Griffin III, right? Brett Hundley, still only 26 years old. Maybe you could do something with him. Maybe you could do something with him. Kevin Hogan's a restricted free agent. They had him. Maybe they could bring him back, sign him to a deal. I could see that. But that's, yeah, there's slim pickings. I guess Ryan Tannehill might be out there, depending on what the Dolphins do. But there's slim pickings. Uh, Maybe you make a trade for Andy Dalton. Uh, You know, I don't know. Other news and note that I wanted to get to real quickly here before we take our final time out. 
was Adam Schefter, again, of ESPN, reported that Oklahoma wide receiver Marquise Brown expected to be you know, right around a top 15 pick. He has a Liz Frank injury. Now, I don't know if it's the full-blown thing, but certainly it seems like it is. He underwent surgery for it last month. It will prevent him from participating in the combine at the end of this month, coming up next week, and in his pro day. But he is, according to Schefter, still expected to be ready for training camp at the end of July, according to league sources. Now, who knows if he will be? Who knows if he will be full blast? A Liz Frank injury is a pretty significant injury, but he's clearly a a speed guy. He doesn't, you know, he's not a 300-pounder, so that helps. But that's still something that would make me very much hesitate if we're talking about a top 15 pick. I'm just telling you right away. So if I'm the Washington Redskins at number 15, no and thank you. No and thank you. Sorry, I'm not doing it. Now, you want to talk in the second round? Okay, maybe. You want to talk about a trade down significantly from number 15? Maybe. I'm not doing it at number 15, sorry. Uh, They have no luck when it comes to injuries. I apologize, but I'm not doing it. All right, we'll take a timeout, and we'll come back with a quick Skins Spotlight as we wrap things up here on episode number 176 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. We put Stacey McGee, who has certainly been a disappointment under the Skins Spotlight because he might not be here much longer on the Locked on Redskins podcast, episode number 176. Thanks for being with us. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, guys, we welcome you back. Good to have you aboard with us. So a quick note before we get to our skin spotlight. Congratulations to Super Bowl winning head coach and always a part of the Redskins family, Joe Gibbs. Coach Joe and Joe Gibbs Racing and, of course, Denny Hamlin and my pal Ronaldo Wynn uh, and, of course, the late J.D. Gibbs, son of Joe Gibbs, for and his J.D. Gibbs legacy uh, after J.D. Gibbs passed away recently, uh, so young and so tragically, uh, for winning the Daytona 500. And actually, they came in 1-2 on Sunday with Kyle Busch finishing in second place. Uh, what a tremendous win uh, down at Daytona to start off the 2019 NASCAR season. Again, a 1-2 finish for Coach Joe and Joe Gibbs Racing. Congratulations uh, to those guys. So happy for them, especially after such a tragic, tragic start to 2019 uh, for Coach Joe uh, and everything that they have been through together uh, as a family and as a racing team and organization. So I just want to send a quick shot of congratulations uh, to them. Very happy uh, for them in the wake of the uh, tragedy. Uh, that they had to endure. So congratulations, Coach Joe and Joe Gibbs Racing, and congratulations to all of those involved in winning the Daytona 500. Now, we wanted to get to Stacy McGee under the skin spotlight because who knows how long he is going to be here. Now done with year number two uh, in Redskins colors, 
He was brought here as a free agent along with Terrell McLean, who barely lasted a year. He possibly could have been gone uh, in less than that if he hadn't signed such a big contract, but he did make it a year. And Stacey McGee has now made it two years. He missed half of last year uh, as he was on season pup. Otherwise, he may not have made it uh, that long. He was brought uh, here on a multi-year deal from the Oakland Raiders. And Stacey McGee is okay. He's okay, is the best way I could put it. Um, According to ProFootballFocus.com and their premium subscription package, he played 137 defensive snaps for the Washington Redskins in 2019, 74 against the rush, 63 uh, against the pass, and overall got a 60.3 defensive grade out of 100, a 64.5 run defense grade, a 73.3 out of 100 in terms of tackling, a 51.0 pass rush grade, and a 60, for whatever it's worth, in terms of coverage. He had two total pressures. He had a sack. Uh, he had a hurry. He had um, he had eight tackles, uh, seven solos. One uh, uh, he had uh, seven. Let me see here. He had uh, seven stops. Seven stops. Uh, so he had you know a couple of nice moments uh, as well. So that's good. We should point that out. He was you know particularly good against Jacksonville uh, in that very good defensive effort against an atrocious, atrocious offense. Uh, down there in Jaguar country. So Stacy McGee um, certainly served some benefit for the Washington Redskins down the line. And listen, he did help in terms of providing some depth for the Redskins, which they desperately needed, even though the second half of the season, the run defense was a very, 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 very spotty, including in that game. They did a good job against Leonard Fournette. They didn't do a good job against Cody Kessler uh, and containing – uh, some quarterback runs and all that stuff. Um, you know, overall, I would say McGee, again, a defensive overall grade of 60.3 this year, 66.7 uh, in his first year with 432 snaps. He had an overall grade in his final year in Oakland of an 81.6, which is probably what got the Redskins' attention. But that was only in 242 snaps. Uh, And before that, again, as you see, his snap count go way, way, way up. In 24-15, he played 410 snaps. And again, this is all according to ProFootballFocus.com and their premium subscription package. Uh, In 2015, he played 410 snaps, and he had a a, a cumulative grade of 53.5. So it certainly seems, as a lot of defensive linemen, uh, the more snaps he plays, certainly the worse off he gets. So that will be a key if Stacy McGee is here in 2019, how many snaps he plays, uh, because certainly he tends to get worn down, uh, as most big guys do. Now, why I keep saying if he's here, again, the somewhat lack of production, but also going into year three of his contract, he is scheduled to make $3.75 million in terms of his base salary, and he has a $800,000 proration with a $250,000 workout bonus for a total cap number of $4.675 million. Now, there would be a uh, – if, St- uh, if Stacey McGee is cut, 
there would be a dead money charge of two point four million and a savings of two point two seven five million. So the Redskins really wouldn't be saving a whole lot of money on Stacy McGee, but you know, you could make the argument that with Caleb Brantley uh and maybe a rookie that they would draft that they would be saving money this year and ultimately also be saving a bunch of money next year because they would be lopping off his base salaries of almost $10 million in 2020 and 2021. So I would suggest the Redskins getting out of this contract and cutting Stacey McGee. Will they? Who knows? All right, that's going to do it for our Skin Spotlight. That's going to do it for episode number 176 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Again, thanks for being with us. Back with another edition just as soon as we can. We have a lot of content. We're going to get into the whole Colin Kaepernick to the Redskins edition, right? Yeah, we got a lot to talk about in that regard on the next episode here on the Locked On Redskin podcast. Thanks for being with us. Again, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at WrestleMania621 individually, at Locked Redskins, and of course, at Locked On NFL Net on both Twitter and Instagram for all of your NFL coverage. And don't forget to tell your smart device, play podcast Locked On Redskins. Please play podcast Locked On Redskins so that you can get the very latest. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.